Hello, welcome Dr. Sushma Singh this side. Today we are going to start Unit 21, Liberalization and Structural Adjustment Program. In the previous unit, we have already learnt what globalization is and also looked at the economic, social and cultural dimensions of globalization. It was mentioned there that in India, the globalization process received an increased impetus in the early 1990s with the adoption of the new economic policy and structural adjustment program at the behest of the international financial institutions. This increased the intensity of liberalization and privatization of the Indian economy. In this unit, we have, we will be discussing the policies of liberalization and structural adjustment program in relation to the Indian context. We will be tracing the various conditions which have prompted the adoption of structural adjustment policies and liberalization. In the following sections, we will also be talking about the various implications the liberalization policies have for the economy and consequently for society. The most significant change that has occurred in the Indian economy since 1991 concerns the relative roles of the markets and the state. Since the program has run itself through for more than a decade and the medium term outcomes of these economic decisions are available to us now. It is possible to take stock of what we have achieved and what the future is likely to be. The former would be course determine the latter. One method of evaluating the reform program would be to interrogate the outcome of and to examine the current status of the economic indicators. What economists are not in agreement about is the set of variables to judge the reform process. In this unit, however, we will restrict ourselves to examining the microeconomics of the reform program and look at some of the variables around which the debate on economic reforms have evolved. Now let us move to the next point that is defining the terms. Let us start by defining what we understand by liberalization. In common parlance, liberalization is the loosening up of controls which the government exercises on economic forces. According to Ghosh, the liberalization means reducing government regulation of economic activity and the space for state intervention and allowing for the unfettered operation of market force in determining economic processes. This would mean an opening up of the economy to external flow of goods and services or the relaxation of the domestic controls. It is theoretically possible to undertake the liberalization in 
only one of the areas domestic or external but in most instances as in india both domestic and external fronts are simultaneously opened up structural adjustment on the other hand relates to the change which have sectoral implications tax rates deficit and debt ratio levels of subsidy intervention of the public sector in provision of goods and services etc structural adjustment policies may be defined as policy responses to external shocks carried out with the objectives of regaining the pre-shock growth path of the national economy regaining the growth path in turn will necessitate improvement in the balance of payments following the adverse effects of the external shocks since a country's balance of payment position constrains its economic growth a broader definition will also include the adjustments to the internal shocks which may find their origin in appropriate policies does this mean the economy left to market forces or does the government regulate the functioning of the market does it directly intervene with public expenditure and taxes to ensure outcomes in the in a manner that a social planner would like to what are the areas that government expenditure gives priority to what is its approach to deficit and social sector are the interest rate and exchange rate market determined or institution determined the answer to these questions would broadly define the structure of the economy once again theoretically it would be possible to have structural adjustment without liberalization and vice versa in the indian economy however we have seen both a program of liberalization domestic and external as well as structural adjustment in the period since 1991 which marks a defining break in the way our economy has been managed the devaluation of the rupee in july 1991 was a landmark in indian economic development since such a drastic devaluation had been done only once before in 1966 the rupee was devalued by 18% in nominal terms and this meant a fall in the value of the rupee by 12.4% in real terms prior to 1991 the indian economy had a fixed official exchange rate and the maintained the foreign currencies at stable values the disadvantage of a fixed official exchange rate is that it does not maintain partly priority to in purchasing power of the currency in the international market if the rate of inflation in india for example is higher than in the usa this would reduce the purchasing power of the rupees vice by the dollar and therefore the amount one should pay to buy a dollar in rupees should go up this did not happen under a fixed exchange rate regime 
logically there would be a profit involved in buying the dollar cheap from the official sources and selling it in the grey market the government would exercise control in its scenario by serve severe restrictions on foreign currency withdrawals however there was a very active grey market for foreign exchange which reflected the true value of the rupee in the world market however this was the culmination of a series of developments that originated long before the actual devaluation let us look into the internal and external factors that led to the genesis of this 1990 to 1991 crisis now we move to the topic internal political crisis in 1989 the general election saw the defeat of rajiv gandhi led congress party and the installation of a coalition government led by former congressman mr v p singh however the inner wrangling within the coalition government saw mr v p singh lose majority support in parliament and mr chandrashekar became the first prime minister with the help of the congress which had been his political adversary till then his government collapsed by the end of 1990 and general elections were declared as no single party or leader could muster a majority in the house in may 1991 the congress became the largest parliamentary party in, a, in an election which witnessed the assassination of rajiv gandhi during the election campaign narendra singh bharao became the prime minister and it was his ministry that brought a significant changes in the policy framework of the indian economy now let us move to the next point that is external crisis political uncertainty within the country was matched by turbulence in the international arena of which two were of critical importance to the indian economy the first was the breakup of the soviet union into its constituent nationalities and subnationalities the soviet union and its eastern european neighbors had very strong trade links with india which were on a rupee account that is the trade with the former ussr was not in hard currency like the dollar this meant that trade between these countries and india did not require hard currencies and was mutually beneficial the surplus of indian exports to the eastern europe partly financed the capital equipment and defense supplies india imported by 1991-92 these arrangements had broken down imposing a further crunch on the limited hard currency available in india to india as if this was not enough our woes on the external account were further compounded when iraq decided to attack kuwait in august 1990 India is largely dependent on crude oil import from the gulf to meet its domestic demand for petroleum products. 
in the five month period between the august 1990 and january 1991 crude oil prices rose by 65% and the india's import bill on the oil account rose by a similar degree the impact of this on india was double because its long term oil import contracts with both iraq and kuwait became infructuous and india had to buy oil in the world spot oil market at substantially higher prices here we want to close this lecture thanks for listening